1: Good morning and welcome to BizSense Beat, our weekly roundup of the top business stories from Richmond BizSense. I'm Benjamin Dolly, and joining me this morning is BizSense reporter Jonathan Spires. Good morning, Jonathan. Morning, Ben. So first off, there's been more back and forth this week over that failed VCU health development deal you've been reporting on. Fill us in on what happened there.
0: Very interesting scenario played out this early this week where Virginia Commonwealth University essentially put out a disclaimer about one of its own school's polls. This is the Commonwealth poll that is uh, conducted several times per year and is uh, well-regarded in the polling industry put on by VCU's L. Douglas Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs. This latest poll that was conducted right at the end of last year into the beginning of this year questioned several different topics, but including this BCU uh, health development deal that we've reported on at length over the past year. And it asked for public opinion about the university and the health systems handling of that project, as well as response to it and transparency and as well as state officials, the governor's reaction and dealing with it. And basically presented its findings showing that a large majority of respondents who were familiar with the project had issue with how things have been handled and want more answers. However, the nitty gritty of the poll reveals that only about 100 people represented that large, I think it was 92% of people who wanted more answers about the VCU Health Project. Most of the respondents for this survey, which was a statewide poll, were not familiar with the project and therefore did not answer subsequent questions about it. VCU's disclaimer was apparently abnormal. And we uh, interviewed Doug Wilder, who has been a very vocal critic about the VCU Health Project. Uh, himself, but granted, this was a you know VCU school. Uh, it's got his name on it, but it was the school that conducted the poll. Granted, uh, g- former Governor Wilder does have a hand in selecting some of the questions, so there was a lot of uh, intrigue and and interesting situation uh, to be delved into here. But really, uh, the the fascinating thing was that the university was essentially putting out a disclaimer and clarification about its own school's poll and scrutinizing its findings and reporting of it. And there was additional response from the school about that disclaimer. So a lot of interesting additional drama surrounding this project that continues to play out. Of course, the uh, state JLARC is currently doing its own study of the whole issue and The uh, governance of the VCU health system. So we will be continuing
1: to uh, follow this topic for some time. And over in Henrico, uh, the local insurance company Elephant has downsized their headquarters. Uh, What can you tell us about the new space? That's
0: right. Elephant Insurance has been based in one of the buildings that used to make up the uh, Circuit City headquarters complex over near Innsbruck. Uh, been there for about a decade. And uh, over the pandemic, they, like many companies, have moved to remote initially and then hybrid work models. So most of their employees are not in the office every day and they don't need the amount of space that they had there. And they have since leased a significantly smaller space over at the Park Central office complex over on East Parham Road. That's actually right near the uh, Green City Development Project site that a lot of people are familiar with. And apparently that forthcoming development, as well as some other plans for expansion to the office park, factored into Elephant Insurance's decision to move there. We interviewed the CEO, Alberto Chavon about that move and have that story that very much reflects the uh, changing demands and desires in the office market. So really interesting story there.
1: And finally this week, construction of the Riverfront Amphitheater officially got underway and we learned some new details about the people behind it. Bring us up to date on the project.
0: That's right. There was a really big uh, crowd of supporters and people excited about this downtown amphitheater that is now called the Riverfront Amphitheater. It was previously called the Richmond Amphitheater. And it uh, literally is going to be rising on the Richmond Riverfront downtown right uphill from the Tredegar Ironworks Complex. The developers behind the project, Corin Capshaw, he's a uh, music industry executive who also manages the Dave Matthews Band. His company, Red Light Ventures, is uh, spearheading this project. And we learned that they are working in collaboration with Live Nation Entertainment, perhaps the largest concert promoter and, and ticketing company in the world. And apparently they collaborate with Star Hill Presents, which is also involved with the project and associated with Mr. Capshaw's companies. And they had representatives as well as Mayor Stoney and some other city officials on hand to talk about the project. And just a lot of excitement swirling around this 7500 capacity amphitheater that apparently is going to open in time for the 2025 summer concert season. So a lot of exciting things happening downtown.
1: That's all the time we have for this morning. Thanks again to Jonathan Spires from Richmond BizSense for joining me today. You can read these and other business stories at richmondbizsense.com. You're listening to VPM News.